Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. This is Nuwana is Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Welcome back, is Now, ESPN Radio. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath. This week, presented by Man Mortgage. Our featured guest, Lady Grizz great, Manny Morales, currently the head coach of the Huntley Project Red Devils. We also talk some NBA draft. You can find all that on the Nuwana is Now podcast, probably presented by Sportsbet Montana, The Advocates, The M Store, and The MSU Bookstore. No show tomorrow. Back at it on Monday. So let's have some fun. I need some uh, advice. I need some fashion advice. Okay. Uh, going to a wedding mm-hmm. this weekend up mm-hmm. at Flathead Lake. Outdoor wedding. All activities going to be outdoors. Okay. High of 94. Oof. People getting married, don't really know them. It's my girlfriend. She's bringing me. She knows them well. Very good friends with them. I am passionately opposed to wearing shorts to anybody's wedding, but especially a stranger. Right. What am I going to wear? Well, if you really want to make a splash, you could show up with like an American flag tank top, no. shorts, and no. Oakleys. Nope. Okay. Um, this is particularly challenging because uh, I am in a stage of sober uh, living. Right. So, uh, you know, drink 40 beers on the boat, then come in wearing the headband and the 4th of July tank. Eh. Right. Might as well go full send if you're going to offend everybody. I'm going to be like the quiet guy that doesn't feel like dancing, so I better look fresh to death. Oh, wow. Do you have any linen pants? You know, I do. Uh they're about three fitness levels too late mm. for me. I think you're going to have to go shopping. Wow. Good thing I'm leaving tonight. Wow. <laughs> okay, so tell me this. I got a plan. So I'm going to be hot. Chicka doesn't know sports, ESPN radio. I'm going to be hot no matter what. Right. So I might as well just look fresh to death with, you know, the suit coat and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then what if I brought like a short sleeve button up and some shorts for 
the later on. Yeah, do that for then, sure. Then yep. once I sweat out the nice stuff, then, oh, guys, I'll be right back. Go jump in the lake real quick. Come back. Put on the shorts and the yeah. tank. Keep dancing. I was going to say that and bring some flip-flops. And also, do you, you think- show your fashion versatility. Yeah. Do you think you're going <laughs> to sweat as much as you did in hot yoga on Tuesday? Oh, man. Uh, you guys all overplayed that. It was not that hot. Um, You were literally- Drenched for sure, but I also like am always like that. I mean, I loved it. I loved it. it was not hot. that. You, everybody told me I was gonna like die. You put your sweatshirt it. on in the middle of it, right? This is all about temperature acclimation. This is why Rajim drinks piping hot coffee when it's a hundred degrees, because if you if you skew your incur- internal core temperature, it makes the rest of the. It's just like when you're skiing. Mm-hmm. You, you ski in the shell until you're. So freezing you can't handle it anymore, and then just a nice little small coat feels so good. That's weird. Okay, it's just like when I put the sweatshirt on because I was already getting hot, and I knew I knew if I push it to the brink, then when I took the sweatshirt off, it would feel so good. Getting hot, your you're not, shirt was like you're not gonna <laughs> see, but you were just hot the whole time, whereas you didn't get the relief because I went even more hot and right. take it off, and then I had like ten minutes of oh, this is cooler than it just was. Okay, well. Anyway, I would do the costume change for All sure. All right, so then last question. Uh, You're eating into my time here. I know. I'm going, I'm going to go, uh, I think I'm just going to go Montana wedding style, like jeans, cowboy boots, white shirt, sport coat. Hmm. Yeah, you're not into it? What am I supposed to do? Jeans to a wedding? Okay, what am I doing then? Like nice khakis. K- khakis? Yeah. I'm not 40. This is not dad life yet. Or nice dress pants, not right, jeans. Right, jeans, you'd be right. hotter in jeans, I think. All right. Well. Maybe some chinos. Yeah. Can't wait to see how bad my dancing skills are. I can't wait beers. to see how sweaty your shirt is. So oh, please man. send pics. My girlfriend's going to be so impressed. Chicken No Sports, ESPN Radio. It's presented by Buff City Soap. I got the idea to change, though, because last night was the ESPYs. Steph Curry hosted. Yes. I actually have this in my notes. I know. Uh, Steph Curry hosted. Mm-hmm. I was a little confused, though, because I saw a couple highlights from the ESPYs on Twitter. He was wearing the full suit. And then when I got uh, home, I didn't get home till late last night, it was still on, and he was wearing something completely different. So I think he changed outfits. He got a little cool as the night went on. That's what most women do, so why can't Steph Curry do that? Great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think of the ESPYs last night? Um, did, you, did you watch any of it? Probably no, not, I didn't not. watch it. I just thought it was funny I don't, what, it was like Steph Curry was doing a tight 10 at a comedy club during, his, you know, he's like roasting LeBron and. Oh, there's lots of Lakers jokes last yeah, night. Yeah, lots sure. of Lakers jokes. Yeah. Um, he was in LA. He won NBA player of the year. He won athlete of the year, I think. Men's athlete of the year in general, I think, too. Okay. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. And but, Golden Warriors also won team of the year. Yes. He also won breakout, no, um, record breaker or something sure. like that of the year. Guess who won the best NFL player? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Gross. Well, he's the MVP twice, two years in a row. Gross, she says. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I, I also didn't realize that the fans voted. Right. That's yeah. what the SPs is. Yeah. I didn't fan, realize it was fan votes. So yeah. that's interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's cool. They're still doing that. Uh, I think that Aaron Rodgers is a lot more popular than you think. Great. So but, is Tom Brady. Yeah. Barf the, to both. Yes. Yeah, tells us all we need to know about uh, Americans in general. Right. Right. Well, um, did he, was he there to accept the award? You know, it seems I don't like know. something he wouldn't go to. In and out. All I, I basically sat down to start watching it at the, towards the very end. Dick Vitale 
won the Jimmy V uh, Inspiration Award or whatever, and it was a great speech. I thought it was so inappropriate that ESPN was constantly telling him to get off the stage, and he acknowledged that they were telling him to rap three times. For those that don't know, Dick Vitale, obviously one of the great college basketball analysts of all time, great sideline reporter and everything, he's had cancerous tumors on his vocal cords, which for a guy that... You know, yeah, screams and yells into a microphone. It's uh, not great. He hadn't spoken for nine months. So last night was his first talk. And they're telling him to wrap it up? He's, I mean, he's like in his 80s. The dude's not going to be around much longer. No. So he was like, dude, I'm not rapping. Good. I'm, I'm glad. Keep talking. So it was funny because by the time they got to the end, the last award was Team of the Year. Golden State Warriors got it. And it was very clear that they had told Steph Curry behind the scenes, yo, go get your trophy. We got to get, get out. Get out. We got to They were supposed to be off there at 1030. They weren't off till 1038. That's mountain time. It's cable. I, I know. I know. Who cares? This is so funny because you could tell, like, Draymond went up there and just stood there. He didn't say anything. And Jordan Poole didn't say anything. It was it was funny. But anyways, Dickie V's speech was great. But I only saw the very end of it. Yeah, I just saw some highlights this morning. And I was just laughing because I was like, oh, Steph Curry is trying to be funny up there. And he's like holding a cocktail. And it was just. That's the other funny part is that it's very clear that many of these people are drinking. Yeah. Even the people that are presenting awards. And then they get up there and it's like they're, you know, they're going for a little bit. Well, you know, they're athletes. They're not. Actors, well, so some, I mean, and sometimes they ho- totally go off script. I have no idea who the gal Mookie Betts presented with, but Mookie Betts, uh, outfielder for the Dodgers, whoever the gal was, she went completely off script, and he was so confused. Yeah, and then finally he's like, "Let's just talk about the nominees," and they went to the award. It was Can we go funny. back to the teleprompter, please? <laughs> exactly. Do you think in 2023 that there will be best pillow fight champion? Who's pillow fighting? The pillow fight championship. It's a thing. Oh my gosh. They do it at How Hard Rock. Are we? They do it at Hard Rock, Hollywood, and Florida. It's experienced MMA fighters and boxers. Wow. It's for people who want to watch, you know, competitive fighting, but they don't want to see violence or blood. They have so a, they hit each other with pillows? They hit each other with pillows. Who's doing this? I don't know, but who's sanctioning this? I don't know. This is hilarious. But it's a five thousand dollar purse. Wow. To pillow fight. Wow. And then they have kids' classes and events, too. Unbelievable. So... Take your kids to learn how to professionally pillow fight? No. My kids know how to professionally pillow fight. What's dumber? Professional pillow fighting or professional hot dog eating? Uh, Hot dog eating. I can't believe that you've skipped over this. Well, we talked about it a a couple years in a row, and it is so disgusting to me. (laughs) Somebody tweeted a a nutritional facts breakdown of what they had consumed. Yeah. I mean, just horrific. Well, listen, I I love a a hot dog. I love a grilled hot dog. How about 63 of them? Probably not, but when How they many could you eat? when they dip them in water, that's where oh the I'm, blood in the water. Oh my is god! So gross. Like that is just it literally. Want, I want to barf. What? How many How hot many dogs could, you, could I eat? Yeah, four. That's pretty good. Maybe five. How many could Chicago you, dogs? How many could your teenage son eat? Nick could eat like an entire package of hot dogs really? easily. Yes. <laughs> ben, yeah. He yeah. doesn't, he, he wouldn't plow he's, through. He's more sophisticated. He's more sophisticated yeah, for sure. He doesn't want that. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would rather watch pillow fight championship than, than hot dog eating. <laughs> than hot dog eating. Yeah. Contest. All right. Well, uh, where's the pillow fighting Vegas? He said, no, it's in Hollywood, Florida at the hard oh, rock. Great. They have a, they have an Instagram. <laughs> I mean, it's legit. Okay. Well, so is there female pillow fighting? Yeah. Hmm. 
Now, it's not, so now they're not in like cute pajamas. Yeah, yeah this is an Animal House style. But mm. I think that there is a marketing angle for that. Uh. Like get some hot chicks <laughs> in cute pajamas. Like the, it's like the, uh, the coffee places where the girls right. wear the bikinis. Exactly. Yeah. Why not? Uh, but they should know. get paid more if they're going to, sure. you know, be in <laughs> lingerie. Chicken doesn't know sports. Good friend Carolyn in studio presented by Bus City Soap here on ESPN Radio. You're listening to Nuanas now. What else you got? All right. I want to talk about Liv Golf. Okay. Charles Barkley is going to play in a pro-am. I That's know. Funny. And they want him to come and be a commentator as well. But he mm. still has a $30 million contract with Turner for his NBA mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. He gets paid $30 million a year. Not a year. It's a three-year oh. contract. Just $10 million a year. Okay. Don't worry. Well... Ten million is yeah, it's still a lot. Or maybe he has three years left of a thirty million dollar contract. Sure. I'm not exactly sure. That's a lot. That's yeah, a lot for a lot. broadcaster. Yeah, but uh, Charles Barkley is the best. He is. I very love good. him. Um, but David Faraday is that? The, am I yep, saying that name right? He's leaving yeah. NBC as um, and he's becoming a golf analyst for Live. Very controversial. Very controversial. Everything about them is controversial. For sure, David Faraday though is definitely like one of the. Voices of golf, so to speak, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, like when you think of like analysts in golf, he's like that. He's like the Tim Kirkjian of golf. So when I think of golf analyst, I think of like them like, he hit the ball into the hole. <laughs> well, David Faraday's and that's uh, really it. accent definitely gets him because he can, he gets him far because he can he can sort of like romanticize it. With Why? Him. Where is he from? Somewhere in the United Kingdom, Brit- Oh, he's I, got that. I don't want to confuse yes. British, Irish, and Scottish. It's not Irish. It's probably English or Scottish. Okay. Yeah, that would sound nice. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Liv is really shaking things up. Yes, they are. And I'm interested to see how much money they actually have to continue to fund this. What do you mean? I mean, the, the amount it's of money. The Saudi Arabian Emirates. They have all of the money. There's got to be a There's point where they have a budget. They have a budget. No, of they have some no sort. budget. That's why this is so controversial. They're not trying to make money. They have no intention of making a single dollar. I'm not saying making money, but how are they paying these people? Oh, again, this is the Saudis. They have all the money. How much money are you paying for gas lately? Yeah, that's true. Pretty easy equation. Okay. If if you're getting eight dollars or eighty dollars a pop every time any person in the world pulls up to a gas pump, all right. Well, that's probably a lot of money when you talk about billions of people driving their cars around. So it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out and what happens to the PGA and if people are going to actually have convictions and not go play for the money. They're not. <laughs> have you seen the plane? Have you seen the private plane that no. they fly around on? It's like a city. It's like cooler than all but five downtowns in all of Montana. Okay, I'm going to have to Google that. I mean, it is crazy. Okay. The plane is like a full, like light up bar, is it like, full service Is it like Austin Powers plane? Do you remember Way that? Way bigger. It's, okay. it's crazy. Like the whole live tour, all the guys fly on one gigantic charter. And there's like full service restaurant and bar. And it's like a giant party. Sounds great. It's It's something. It's, do you th- it's something. Do you think I'm going to get controversial? And mm-hmm. as you say, I'm probably going to get us kicked off the radio. Yeah, don't get us canceled. You know how the Saudis are known for having yacht parties and yacht girls? Uh, I didn't know that. But, oh. Okay. Anyway, do you, I wonder if they have plane, airplane You know, I, uh, I've always actually thought that probably one of the, uh, the undertold stories of professional golf is that element of it. I think that, uh, you know. 
Okay. There's a lot of legends about the groupies that the rock stars get and stuff. I think. The well, pro, look at Tiger Woods. I think the pro golfers uh, have a pretty easy, easy time because I they, can't they imagine go. being like at a golf tournament, like, Ooh! <laughs> like. But here's the thing. First of all, those guys make millions of dollars every tournament. Right. Right. Second of all, they're uh, stylish. I right? guess. But third of all, it's because you get in the NBA or the NFL or whatever, you're in a place for a day. Mm-hmm. For a golf tournament, you go to a place for a week. Ah. Uh. Over and over and over again. 25 to 30 times a year. It's a lot of different. Just uh, a woman in every port. It's a lot. There's a lot of options out there. Okay. Well. Go get them, guys. I don't know. Chicken <laughs> uh, doesn't know sports, ESPN Radio. Um, so Becky, our fearless leader, wanted us to talk about Arch Manning. Yeah, that's the uh, the grandson of Archie Manning, the nephew of Peyton and uh, Eli Manning, the son of Cooper Manning. He is not even a senior in high school yet. He is not. He's rated as the number one overall prospect among quarterbacks in the upcoming class of 2023. Going to Texas. Verbally committed to Texas. Verbally committed. Yeah, still needs to sign. Okay. It's a long time between now and February when now he can his, sign. Now his dad played for Ole Miss. Uh, his grandfather, His Archie. grandfather yep. played for Ole Miss. And as did his uncle Eli. His other uncle Peyton played for Tennessee. Where did his dad play? Nowhere. Because he had spinal stenosis. Uh, sure. Right. That's what I read. Yeah. yeah, Cooper. Cooper's like the guy. That, it's so funny because everybody's like, I feel so bad for Cooper Manning. You know, his dad was in the NFL. His brothers were in the NFL. I don't feel bad for Cooper Manning. No. His life's great. No, and now his son's going to be taking care of him. So the interesting thing about this was Becky had mentioned he was getting paid $10 million to play for... Texas. Exactly. I Googled this and there's nothing about that. Uh, However, however, he has been. Well, Darren Ravel, who was the uh, financial journalist for Sports Illustrated, he uh, projected that he thought Arch Manning would get $10 million in NIL money. When you consider that Texas has is paying like $100,000 per offensive lineman, you'd have to imagine that the quarterback is going to get. Uh, quite a bit of money. So if he's getting paid, so he's not getting paid f- by University of Texas, is he? Or is he getting paid by uh, like... That's such a good question. So he is getting paid basically by like a... So they have like booster funds that pay guys. So the university is not directly paying him, but they're facilitating NIL deals for, for him. him. Okay. Yes. So they're like his agent. Oh, and they also can just allow him to facilitate whatever NIL deals that they would like, that he would like as well. Okay. I also read he was projected to earn 3 million, but maybe that's, I didn't see that article you said. So to put this in perspective, Trayvon Walker, who was the top pick in the NFL draft this year, that's pros, guys that should and are uh, worthy of getting paid. He signed a four year, $37 million contract that included a, uh, $24 $24 million signing bonus. So his uh, rookie salary will be uh, roughly half of te- the $10 million that Arch Manning is projected to get. And who is he get, playing for? Uh, Trayvon Walker was selected at number one overall by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, so let me ask you this. If a college kid is getting paid, let's say, $10 million in college, right? Yep. While they're playing for Texas. Yep. What is... Go- what is going to, why would they then want to go play pro? I mean, they're not going to, well, they're going to make money playing pro, sure. but they're also going to get injured and they're also going to, you know, there's all these things that can go down, make your 10 million and then stop chill. Uh, probably not. Okay. 
Well, I mean, there, that's going to be the funniest part, though, is there is going to be a lot of guys that get paid a lot of money coming out of high school that aren't good enough to go pro. Right. There's a legitimate shot. Arch Manning will never go pro. I don't think that's true. It's not linear. Well, that's true. I, I mean, mean, he could hurt himself. The, and through like the top ranked quarterbacks coming out of high school, most of them don't go pro. What if he gets hurt his senior year of totally high There's school? All sorts of stuff that could that could happen. So that's the other thing that I'm like, this is a lot of pressure on this kid who is not even a senior in high school. Yep, he could get hurt. Mm-hmm. He could. Um, I mean, so much could happen between now and then. I can't. I, th- I feel like that would just be really hard. That would be a lot of pressure. Yes. I'm sure he has a great support system. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mom and me, just the mom and me is like, oh, this poor kid. Yeah, those people are pretty normal. The Mannings are. I think that they're going to have a pretty good support system for him, pretty good path for him. So it's going to be hard for him to fail. Yeah. I mean, they've all seemed to have no major scandals or anything like that. That's really? Right. Yeah. Now they're doing state farm commercials or yeah. farmers or whatever. Yep. Anyway, well, Arch, I hope you uh, I hope you don't spend all your money in one place. Chicken Hills Hill Sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. All right, what else you got? Well, I do want to tell you a little bit about Buff City Soap. Yeah. So it's travel season, right? Still smells good in here, right? Yeah. Good. Um, they, since people are traveling, going about the country and, you know, road trips and whatever, they have now made little minis, buff minis. They have the same handmade plant-based goodness, just in smaller size. They have shower oil, body scrub, laundry soap, body butter, and Epsom salts. So what a great way just to go grab a few of those, pack those up, you know, take them on your trip. You should take them to the wedding this weekend Mm. because you're certainly going to get sweaty. Throw them in the lake. No, I mean, throw them on your body up and then jump in. Well, you could, I mean, it is all natural when I don't think it would kill any fish. (laughs) Anyway, Buff City Soap is in the Northgate Plaza up by Albertsons on North Reserve. Check them out. Thank you, Buff City. What else you got? Do we have time? Yeah, we got time for one more. Okay. I have a cute story. Great. So Jake Whiteman, he, sure. he's the 100, or I'm sorry, the 1500 meter world champ. Yeah, what a terrible race. Why? Because you sprint a mile. Ooh, that's awful. This isn't like jog at a mile like you would do. Or I like, can't even jog a that's mile. That's what I'm saying. These dudes run it in like three minutes and 45 seconds. Well, this guy, his dad is the commentator for his races. His dad is. Yes. And okay. so during this race, you know, for... Seems like a conflict of interest, but... I don't know. Listen, I just I just read the stories, okay? <laughs> um, but his dad realized his son just set the world record. And, wow. he, and in the middle of the race, he just said, wow, that's my son. He's a world champ. And I just thought that was so cute. That is very cute. Good for them. Yeah. Glad they could share the moment. Uh, do you remember what the world record time was? Probably something just so ludicrous. No, of course not. I'm saying. Why would I have the facts? Probably the three minute, 35 second range, I'm saying. So can you imagine sprinting for three minutes and 35 seconds? Well, I wouldn't I even you, get a I mile. Tell you this, I would get nowhere close to a mile. No. Fast no. as I could possibly run for three minutes and 35 seconds, I'm getting like no more than a little bit more than half a mile done. Should probably. we go try? Want to have a you race? want to see me die? Well, I thought you were going to die in hot yoga and you survived. No, I was doing great. I was fine. You said your arches melted. My arches hurt. Yes, <laughs> the arches of my feet hurt. I went and did spin yesterday. My feet were falling asleep. Oh, yeah. See, with the other thing, it's all about acclimation. I did spin with the whole hooded sweatshirt on the whole time and I was feeling cool. What a gangsta. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you at hot yoga next week. Can't wait. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, ESPN Radio, presented by Bus City Soap. Thank you, Carolyn. Thanks. Hilarious. I hope you're getting a good visual. Me and hot yoga. <laughs> How about 
the two least hateable teams in the NFC East. We'll break those down, plus more NFL talk. Keep it right here. New on is now ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. Feeling just so energetic and summery. Hopefully you are too. Oh, wow. I love when this happens. I just logged into ESPN.com because we're going to talk some NFL here on Nuanas now as we have been over the last couple weeks. But I hadn't seen ESPN.com uh, today, or I guess in the last little while. And the two lead headlines, I just said, oh, wow, because... Good intro to our uh, NBA segment. The Browns have signed the chosen Rosen, Josh Rosen, one-year deal with the Cleveland Browns. Is that the safety net you want? Wow. Man, how much like drama and different elements of quarterback drama because you have adding Josh Rosen? I can't even keep up. Is Baker Mayfield still on the Browns? He's they've kind of decided that they're parting ways, but he's but he's still officially there. No, they dropped him off to the to, Panthers. That's right to that's Carolina right. for like a fifth round pick or something. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay, so then depending on what happens with Deshaun Watson, which there's a lot of options and very few are good. At this exact moment, especially in the short term, uh, I I I wouldn't be uh, overly zealous about Josh Rosen being my insurance policy if I was Cleveland. But the real wow of the day, the standoff is over. The Arizona Cardinals signed Kyler Murray to an extended contract for hello two hundred and thirty point five million dollars. The biggest part of this deal, $160 million guarantee for injury. So that means he'll Kyler Murray will get $105 million fully guaranteed upon signing the deal, period. The average annual value of Kyler Murray's deal is $46.1 million, which is second in the NFL behind only the two-time reigning MVP, Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. Deshaun Watson also has a $46 million deal. We'll see when that is able to actually start. And uh, Patrick Mahomes makes $45 million uh, per year. Only deal in NFL history with more guaranteed money than the $230 million? Deshaun Watson's deal. So, uh, crazy. It, it, Kyler Murray, so we're going to start with Kyler Murray. 
because Kyler Murray is so fascinating to me. A guy that if the exact – has there ever been an athlete that is undeniably one of the great, pure, overall, all-around athletes in the world? Undeniably, Kyler Murray is that. Has been since he was in high school. Yet is still sort of thought of as a guy who maybe can't do it because of the very few limitations he has. He also seems to be sort of a polarizing character in terms of his personality, his ability to lead a locker room. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of heat coming down on National Talk Radio, too, from the Cardinals saying, okay, the guy's athletic, he can run, he can make electric plays, but how is he leading your locker room? I I think that's going to be a conversation here, fair or otherwise. He's just so interesting because he's the only player I can think of where you're like, man, this guy could play two sports professionally. He was the number one overall pick, a Heisman Trophy winner, yet he still has so many detractors because he's 5'10". But it's not just because he's 5'10". There's also other strange question marks. So this is going to be a contract that's talked about a lot. It's going to be a contract that's scrutinized heavily. And uh, it's it's funny that, the, that there is so much scrutiny to it given the pedigree, the resume. I mean, the Cardinals had the best record in the NFL for a moment in time last year, and they made the playoffs. So it's not as if they're sitting down there losing in Arizona either. What do you think of this deal, Andrew? Well, I, I'm not shocked at the money, and it's not because it's Kyler Murray. It's just that he was the quarterback who was next up. I mean, on, on July 21st, 2022, he's the one signing the contract, so you're right. Right. The I mean, next- Justin Herbert's going to – I mean, there's lots of names that are upcoming that are going to make this seem like, you know, choke change. We're going to be saying wow again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as far as him as a player, I think I, – I like Kyler Murray a lot. He's a – He's a dynamic athlete. I mean, he's one of the most fun guys to watch in the league, certainly. I think that the I think that the narrative around his leadership in the locker room is a little bit overblown and it's a little bit it's been driven by some uh, you know less than less than honest actors, right? Like that's something that came out when he started talking about moving on from the Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. That's something that became part of the narrative, you know, whatever, on his social media, he took down all mentions of the team. I, what is what is that, profile, really? He removed the Cardinals from it for a moment in time and, and then got killed by certain pundits about it, right? Yeah, what, what is that, really? I mean, you're not hearing anything from his teammates, uh, You're not, and you weren't hearing anything... When they were starting, whatever they started, seven and zero last they were, year. They started seven and zero, then they they went four and six down the stretch, including getting blown out by their divisional rivals, the Los Angeles Rams, uh, in the divisional round of the playoffs or the wild card round of the playoffs, excuse me. And uh, then the Rams, of course, went on to win the Super Bowl. I think that's another part of the NFL conversation: is when you're good or great early, and then you fade late, it gives way more. Uh, you're just going to get talked about so much. The the what's wrong with the Cardinals is becomes a topic on Sports Talk Radio. And really, it's just because of the trends of the season, right? Like, if you were to tell me last year, I, I guess what I'm saying is you look at the Cardinals finish different because they were 7-0 and and finished 11-6. and 
Well, it's because the sports talk guys were praising them so much the first half of the season, and then it turned, and that's why they're getting trashed so much, is because they had all the praise, and then they're making the sports talk guys look like they don't know what they're talking about, because you're saying this is the best team in the league. When the pendulum flips back, you're going to get a lot of backlash. There's also the dynamic in the NFL where if you do something unique or you're doing something different, there's a shelf life to that. Usually takes half a season, three quarters of a season for NFL coordinators to figure it out. The NFL, though, once one team figures out how to stop whatever it is that you are doing differently on either side of the ball, everybody else is just going to copy it. Or you have one key injury and things fall apart. Like, that's the thing about the NFL. If you have invested in an all-pro at a marquee position and that guy gets hurt, his backup is such a huge fall-off because it's a salary cap league. You invested millions in the starter, so the backup is going to be way uh, such a huge drop-off. No, that's absolutely right, and it's really relevant to the Cardinals because right. look at, looking at this roster, there are a lot of guys, a lot of old guys who they're hoping can keep up their standard of play for another season or two, but they also have a bunch of young guys who they're hoping right. can take a step forward. I, I guess what I'm saying is the Cardinals got killed towards the end of last year because they sort of faded down the stretch, but if you were to look at it objectively... What, what would you have thought of an 11-win season for the Arizona Cardinals right. going into last year? And you'd think, that's a very good year. I think you, you, would, have th- you would have said, I think your over-under for the Cardinals going into last year would have been nine and a half wins. So you're over what maybe the, the preseason expectations were. Is this sort of the trend uh, of the season. So, I don't know. I, you're right. This is, a, this is an eye-opening deal because it's the next deal. We're going to see a ton of deals even more grandiose than this uh, coming down the pipeline. But Kyler Murray, a contract extension worth $230-plus million uh, to stay with the Arizona Cardinals. Huge guaranteed money, $160 million guaranteed for injury, $105 million guaranteed uh, overall. We're out tomorrow, so I want to have a little room to breathe here uh, to take you into at least our weekend here at Nuanas Now. So one more break, pay one more set of bills, back at it, more NFC talk. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. It's new on is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Cold War kids, man. Always reminds me of my brother. Can't wait to golf with you again, my man. What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a phenomenal Thursday. It's uh, piping hot out there again, but can't complain. Got to soak it up. And if you've been following the weather across the uh, the country, we, we aren't even close. It's like deep red on the, the Doppler around the rest of uh, America or a lot of, a lot of other places in the United States at least. So, uh, you know, take what you get. Don't throw a fit. Can't wait to go to Flathead Lake right after the show. That means we'll have no nuances now tomorrow, but we'll be back at it on Monday, and uh, we'll be coming to you live from the Big Sky kickoff in uh, Spokane, Washington. So very much look forward to that. We'll have interviews with all of the usual suspects from Montana, Montana State, and around the Big Sky Conference. So very much looking forward to it. Sam Herder, Hero Sports, will also uh, join us. We're likely going to get some stuff out of Riley Corcoran, Voice of the Grizz, and, of course, myself, Coulter Nuanas, Andrew Houghton will also be uh, – Coming to you from Spokane as well, so look forward to that. Miss anything today's show, fun show, around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. 
with Krista Redpath, a Where Are They Now edition, Mandy Morales, longtime uh, high school basketball coach, former Lady Grizz, Montana legend, joined us. That was a very fun interview. We also talked NBA draft. We talked uh, all the way around the world of sports with Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. And we talked about uh, the NFL, which we will continue to do to take you into the weekend. You can find everything from today's show on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store, Sportsbet Montana, The Advocates, and the Montana State Bookstore. Yesterday, we got a little caught up on the NFC East, and uh, we only really gave you thoughts about the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. So, uh, Andrew, you're an Eagles guy, but what do you think of the rest of this division? I I think one of the most... uh, prominent storylines in the NFL and in this division is that the one one I shouldn't say the one but one of the teams in the NFL the franchises in the, in the NFL you could almost always count on being pretty steady pretty good is the New York Giants they were sort of in that same conversation as some of the other older franchises the Pittsburgh Steelers come to mind I know Baltimore is not an old franchise, but they have uh, good veteran ownership, and they've always been steady as well. Patriots come to mind as well. Uh, so, But they haven't been able to fi- figure it out. Since Tom Coughlin retired, the Giants have not been good. But what, what other storylines do you like uh, in this league? Or this in this uh, division? Well, I guess for those two teams, for, for Washington and the New York Giants, I just... These are teams who have been active. They've made a lot of moves in free agency trades. The draft... I think these are these are two teams in not great situations because for all of that uh, activity uh, and spending of resources uh, and moves that they've made, I don't. I'm not sure either of these teams are real contenders, and I'm not sure now after having spent all of those resources, what kind of routes are available for them to get there. I mean, just looking at their rosters, at their depth charts. I'm underwhelmed by the talent on both of these teams in terms of guys where you look at look at them and you say, well, that's a guy who can be one of the best in the league at their position. I don't think either of these teams have a lot of guys who fit that description. The Washington football team turned Washington commanders have been pretty good defensively uh, under Ron Rivera. That makes sense because Ron Rivera is a very good uh, defensive Head coach. They also have uh, pretty good talent, especially when you look at the uh, front line. Obviously, Chase Young expected to be you know, one of the top players in the NFL if he can fulfill his potential. He's the rookie of the year defensively, but he struggled with injuries last year. Jonathan Allen, a former SEC player of the year out of uh, Alabama. Montez Sweat, who was a guy that kind of a, a diamond in the rough that they picked. But their their defensive front has been good. Their defense has been good. Uh, they just seems it seems like they've been trying to figure out a, a quarterback in Washington for for how long? I mean, when was the last time they actually had a, a real game changing quarterback? Mark Rippon back in like the early nineties. I mean, it has been yeah, things before I was time. born, and there have been a lot of guys who were <laughs> supposed had, to be the guy in Washington since then. Who's had more quarterbacks? The Bear, the Bears, the Browns, or the or the Washington whatever iteration of the Washington football franchise? Those three teams have swung and missed on more dudes than anybody. Yeah, I remember Danny Werfel being on the the front page of my big <laughs> Washington Post football free preview section way back once upon a time, and Rex Grossman was I mean, there. How much has football changed when when guys ran college style, you know, Steve yeah. Spurrier's run and shoot, 
and then they got to the NFL, and there was there's no chance. Tim Couch and the Mike Leach air raid at Kentucky gets the Browns no chance. And now it's uh, it's almost like well, teams in the NFL are running way more college concepts, so you can get guys that could come. I mean, that's why I think I think that there's a lingering perception of. Um, the former narrative around those. I think that that's why your guy, Jalen Hurts, is hated on a little bit because people remember Tim Couch and Danny Werfel and, and Troy Smith and, you know, all of these other spread quarterbacks who couldn't translate to the league. Yeah, it's interesting, of course, now Washington with Carson Wentz there and they gave up some picks to get him. Uh, I, I'm just not sure. I mean, you can talk yourself into this offense being pretty decent, and that's how you're talking yourself into the commanders being a playoff team. If well, so, Typical Ron Rivera defense, and then the, the, they've got some talent on offense. Uh, I mean, here's the I, – I always say this. So if, you're, if you've been following along for a while, you uh, you have heard me say this before. But in my humble opinion, there's usually only – one, two, three teams in the entire NFL that has significantly better talent than everybody. One, two, three teams in the NFL that has significantly worse talent than everybody else. And the other 25 to even like 28 teams are about the same when you look at it. I should say the same, but they all have ways that you can talk them into being a nine-win team, which would put you right on the brink of the playoffs. And then it all comes down to luck, injuries, and cohesiveness. I, I guess that's what I'm saying. Right. Washington and the Giants are like the definition of that team. If it all went well, they could win eight games or something. Or nine games. I mean, like the Eagles did did last year. For sure. Um, and sort of had a, have a similar season to that. But, I, you know, I don't see a way forward for them to get into that upper echelon in the next couple of years for both of these teams. And, you, you know, you are hoping for a little bit of uh, good injury luck or you win a couple close games. It's just it's it's a fine place to be in. It's not a great place to be in. Are we buying or selling Carson Wentz? Selling, man. What a crazy thing! For like thirteen games, he was the best quarterback in the NFL. Oh, he's going to be MVP. It was going to be so sweet. And then it's just never been the same. It's it's bizarre. It's bizarre because he's so talented. I think he has a lot of desire. I think he's a good competitor. He he just lost the magic. He just he, I don't know what happened. I mean I do know what happened. He tore his ACL. Yeah, but he just lost the magic. It's it's very fascinating. Uh, what do we think of the Giants? Are, are they just still stuck in neutral? I think so. I think they're actually a little bit more interesting to watch than Washington this year because uh, Kayvon Thibodeau was one of the best prospects in the draft. I think he's a An good piece guy too. Yeah, he's a guy given. The biggest knock on him in the, in the NFL draft was how many things he's interested in. That could be such a huge boon or such a huge weight when he gets to the Big Apple, when he gets to New York City. I, well, I, NFL people are always going to tell you that everything that they're interested in that's not football is a negative. Because NFL people are psychotic and they want to work 17 hours a day and only think about football. Yeah, well, that's why Kayvon Thibodeau wasn't the first pass rusher drafted, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's it's true, man. Trayvon Walker comes from Georgia, comes from you know the NFL lifestyle, and Thibodeau was out on the West Coast. He's an entrepreneur. He's got a foundation. He's got a couple businesses. He's like just a slick dude. And, uh, yeah, it's funny that that's a detriment to you. But uh, uh, Thibodeau is interesting. I think that... 
I mean, talk about just a collection of players defensively that are sort of on their their next and or last chances. I mean, Dexter Lawrence is supposed to be so big coming out of Clemson. Hasn't really hit. Leonard Williams was the dude coming out of USC. Hasn't really hit. Thibodeau, we'll see, but it was sort of a a quote-unquote controversial pick. I mean, Blake Martinez was the infamous, you know, the guy who is towards the NFL tackle leads because he's making so many tackles because he's on a bad defense, and most of the tackles are 6 to 11 yards down the field. He's got lots to prove, too. So uh, that's an interesting one, and I think they're going to have to lean on their defense because I do think they still have some holes on offense, uh, or they're going to have to figure out if Daniel Jones, I mean, th- this is kind of a put-up or shut-up. This is kind of the end of this experiment if it doesn't work. Yeah, I think they've, they've got some decent skill position players on offense with Kadarius Tony, Kenny Galladay. Who knows what Saquon Barkley is going to be. Andrew Thomas looked like one of the best left tackles in the league last year. I don't think any of that matters when Daniel Jones is your quarterback. And I, you can say this is a put-up or shut-up year. He's had those. In, I mean, how many years has he started for them now? And, and he hasn't shown anything other than he fumbles a lot. Poor Tyrod Taylor. If he just has to sit sit the bench forever, even though the guy – I mean, I guess the guy who ultimately beat him out, his opportunity came from misfortune when Tyrod Taylor had the weird puncturing of the lung with the shot, whatever, and then Justin Herbert takes over and, you know, can't really feel bad about having that guy take your spot. But uh, if he just has to sit behind Daniel Jones, it's going to be weird. Well, that's the thing. If they wanted to take a shot at winning eight or nine games, Tyrod Taylor would be the starter. But they're they've got – the sunk cost fallacy here on Daniel Jones, so they're just going to see what they have come hell or high water. Off tomorrow, back at it on Monday, live from the Big Sky kickoff in Spokane. Bobby Houck, Brent Vegan, Bobcats, Grizzlies, around the Big Sky, Sam Herter, myself, Andrew Houghton. We'll see you then, 4 p.m. In the meantime, have yourself a phenomenal weekend. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.